It's a story you need to hear to believe. Then grab your popcorn because there is more. So I have been discussing Bill Maher a little bit more often. And and I, uh, in, in my younger days, as I was getting my career started, when um, I, uh, I, when I would talk about Bill Maher on the show, I'd get loud. You, you guys didn't know me then. Uh, it, it took a while to figure out how to do this right. <laughs> and uh, getting loud was kind of the thing. Oh, did I yell about Bill Maher. When I look back on it now, my conversation was fine. But, dear Lord, my presentation was awful. Who would listen to that? Who would watch that? Who would be a part of that? It was terrible. Terrible. You live and you learn. It's, 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 it's the only way. The only way you can do this, the only way you can, you can kind of build yourself up is to, is to practice and get beat up. And, unfortunately, in this world, it happens publicly. People are going to watch you and be like, yeah, that's terrible. That is, that is some garbage right there. What I've learned is that uh, the, the yelling and the screaming rarely gets you anywhere. It hasn't gotten me anywhere. Being a rational person, which I always have been, that has gotten me somewhere. But how do, you, how do you do it? How do you engage a conversation that is a highly emotional conversation without losing your own mind? That's been the practice. And I've, I feel like I've gotten pretty good at it. Every now and then, oh, I get angry. But I, in the main, I, I, try, I, I always try to recognize that, that you're angrier than I am. And my job is to get you the information and then share it with you and then maybe you know, kind of help you through it. I, want, I, want, I, I like the gig. I, and that's exactly what I want to do. And on Bill Maher, what I've learned is, is that I think he's wrong on a series of subjects. But if I'm screaming about him, I'm never going to be able to talk to him or anybody else about what it is. And it will prevent me from being able to discuss when he's right and when he's making a, a, engaging in a valuable conversation, as he did regarding Representative Ocasio-Cortez and the very concept of woke. Now, you heard me discuss this, that all of a sudden they want to make fun of people who use woke. That's what, that's what old people do. That's what Representative Ocasio-Cortez said. Well, it's not what old people do. Now, is it? And Bill Maher's having this conversation now. This goes for a little while, but I thought it was pretty important. This idea of, hey, progressive left, you're not in touch with America. Maybe you should stop hating people. Something we discuss all the time. Just a reminder that we are not alone. One of the first things Biden did in office was getting through a COVID relief package that sent $1,400 to, well, everybody without a single Republican vote. And today, Trump is leading him in the polls. You can give the people all the goodies Joe Manchin will allow. And it doesn't seem to buy their love. Why? Why is the party that supports so many issues that benefit the middle class still considered out of touch by 62% of Americans? In plain- Just so we're clear, Bill, uh, I don't believe they support the middle class. I don't believe that their policies support the middle class at all. And this is a place where we disagree. Doesn't pay to yell about it, pays to discuss it. Nobody likes a snob. 
Hillary Clinton didn't have anyone on rural research or outreach when she ran in 2016 until the race tightened just before the election. Then they hired one. And where was his office? Brooklyn. <laughs> True story. Politics is local, not locally sourced. It's not artisan. It's art and stan. <laughs> Your microaggression culture doesn't play in the Rust Belt. If a staffer hands you a speech that says menstruating people instead of women, don't say that. Say women. Now you understand that this is an act of complete heresy that Bill Maher is engaged in. He's going to get attacked by the progressives. He's going to get attacked by the transgender community. You're, you're not recognizing us. Um, men do not menstruate. They never have and they never will. And that's all there is to it. Anything else said about it is a lie. And I don't care if you're in high school or you're in college or you're a grown-up. It's a lie if you say that men menstruate. So why say it? And how dare you think I'm going to think it or say it just to appease you? I don't feel like appeasing you. I don't care about appeasing you. I'm sorry. You're asking me to lie to make you feel better, and I refuse to lie. My life was miserable when I lied, and when I stopped lying, everything got better. So I'm not going to lie just because you want to make a claim that is factually untrue. Men do not menstruate. End of list. Don't put anyone fresh out of college in charge of the campaign. They've been given participation trophies their whole life. They don't know how to win. (laughs) James Carville knew how to win. And he blamed the Democratic losses this November 2nd on stupid wokeness. To which AOC fired back that wokeness is a term almost exclusively used by older people these days. So that should tell you all you need to know. What? (laughs) This is a term folks like you brought out very recently and had been proudly displaying it every March since. Just last year, The Guardian declared woke the word of our era. I guess they didn't get the memo from the Mean Girls Club. (laughs) We don't use that emoji anymore. (laughs) Woke, please. We say fetch now. What a great strategy, never missing an opportunity to remind voters how lame and clueless and hopelessly uncool they are, especially since those are the ones who actually vote. And that's just part of it. He did a very, very good job of this breakdown, something that we are discussing here. And you'll note that here in Indiana, the Indiana Democratic Party will have none of this. They will continue down this radical progressive leftist screed. The other day, a couple weeks ago, the Baghdad Bob of of the Democratic Party uh, sends out the press releases and lies through his teeth, decided to call me a grifter. I I was somehow going to be the guy he was going after that day. And I said, you know, in, in the way I say it, bitch, please. You want to come after me, you better come after me with everything. And I mean everything. Because the reality is, Hoosiers see you for what you are. A terrible party, terribly mismanaged, terribly led, who have no ideas of your own. What have you glommed on to? Legalization of marijuana. Have you asked yourself whether or not that's what Hoosiers want? I don't think you have. 
And then you've glommed on to everything that Joe Biden and AOC have to offer because you won't stand up to them, you cowards. You won't stand up for a policy, you're going for an ideology. And when the people, when Hoosiers notice it, you mock them. And you wonder why you don't get elected to statewide office. Holy hell. Bill Maher did this well, and I appreciate that. 